The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, you are what you think, and we're going to discuss the power of a healthy mind. Plus, later we'll find out what's new at Mother's Market and what's happening around town. But first up, we're all about keeping a sharp mind and healthy body on this show. And today, we welcome the president of Michael's Naturopathic Programs. Michael Schwartz has worked in the natural food industry since 1975 as a sales rep, a retailer, teacher, and naturopathic counselor, and as a producer of nutritional supplements and other products. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Mike, how are you? I'm wonderful, and thank you for having me as a guest this morning. I'm honored to be here. Well, we are happy that you're here. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit on your mission and work before you get to this show's topic? All right. Well, our mission is really very simple. Our goal is to get people well from the neck down so that they can, so to speak, wake up and have energy and resources to get involved in fixing what needs to be fixed, not only at a community level, but at a state level and a government level. So the only way you can do that is by being healthy and of a clear mind. And the way to get there is by not getting so distracted by disease conditions of the body. That's a big job you have to do there when you were well, saying community, state, and government level. Well, too. <laughs> we all have a big job to do. So my attitude is let's get on with it. Let's get well and get out there and do the fixing that needs to be done. I love it. Well, so today we're talking about uh, a lot of things, but you mentioned something natural keys for healing mind and body. Yes. So let's start with that. Well, you know, disease, I, I, I come from a couple of different places in my mind about healing. Mm-hmm. I believe that all diseases begin and end in the mind. Mm-hmm. I also believe that the body is divine and the body has its own innate intelligence that seeks balance and harmony, which is why my formulas are really very basic and fundamental because if you give the body what it needs, the body will self-correct. When it comes to the mind, it's really a matter of understanding where is disease born? Where are the seeds? And the reality is it's in our subconscious mind by the particular concepts that we embrace and believe that we should manifest. We think there, you know, within ourselves, we believe that we're supposed to be certain kinds of people in certain kinds of situations. And there are teachings that teach us in the Old Testament, the sins and inequities of the father unto the son for four generations. And in the New Testament, the fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. Mm -hmm. So by living the same lifestyle your parents live, by eating the same diet your parents lived and eat, there's, you know, you're guaranteed to get the same diseases your parents got. And the other side of the coin, and that's fulfilling the expectation of who you think you should be. The reality is, from another point of view, you may want to be somebody entirely different. And so you may be diametrically opposed to everything your parents are about, diet-wise, attitude-wise, concept-wise. And even there, there's an opportunity to have disease manifest out of conflict because you're in conflict with who you think you should be, and yet there's this this part of you that wants to be something else. Mm. And if you don't understand the concepts that you operate with, then, you know, you're at the mercy of your subconscious mind, which has its own agenda more so than your conscious mind. Boy, that is, that's deep, and uh, but it really does um, 
it really does get into that subconscious yes. mind. So really, when you delve into that, it does go so far into uh, really so simple as your diet. And, um, yes. and really, um, it goes farther. Um, so let's uh, talk about fixing the problem and uh, because we talked a little bit about sins of the father and you <laughs> talked a little bit about uh, of course that subconscious mind yes well you know um, we all have personal history mm-hmm. and there's the expression that history repeats itself mm-hmm. well from another point of view those are really patterns of behavior that you're living out and those patterns of behavior are designed to validate your subconscious belief of about who you think you should be which is why you always end up repeating your history. You know, a prime example, my daughter worked for battered women at one point in a battered women's shelter. And it's funny, she would say, you know, these women, they run away from these men, they come, they live here, they get on their feet, they get strong, they go back out into the world, and what do they do? They find another abuser. And that's because in their subconscious mind, they believe that they should be abused. As insane as that sounds, that's part of their belief system. Hmm. That's why that particular form of history continually repeats itself. That's one harsh example. But the reality is, is that if an individual can identify their patterns of behavior, that will begin to give them some insights as to what particular concept in their subconscious mind they're seeking to validate. What belief about yourself are you seeking to prove? How do you recognize those patterns of behavior so we can change those? You know, it's really an excellent question, Kim. And, and the answer to that is by becoming more mindful, by becoming more aware. And the teaching in the Bible says to have eyes that see and ears that hear. Okay, there's another teaching that says something to the effect, if you know what you're looking at, then all the mysteries are revealed. And what's being said there is that you're co-creating your reality because the kingdom is within. So what you're doing is you're drawing on that creative energy and you're co-creating your reality in order to validate your concepts. So your patterns of behavior are always in motion, always. And in fact, in in Ecclesiastics, there's a teaching that says that which is now hath been, that which will be is now. So there's your patterns Hmm. of behavior and they flow in cycles. So the way that you begin to see them in action is one, being mindful and two, creating or drawing on the language that your mind uses to talk to you in its symbology. And here's an example. Uh, man's best friend, dogs are considered from a universal perspective, man's best friend. But if you've ever been attacked by a dog, that ain't so. Right. Okay. And as a kid, I was attacked by a black cocker spaniel. Mm. So now whenever I see a black cocker spaniel, it doesn't trigger fear, but it triggers an awareness of fear at work in my life. Okay, so now I immediately stop and say, okay, where am I going? What am I involved in? What am I doing? What am I thinking about? What particular pattern of behavior is operating where fear is the dominant, you know, the dominant thing? And and how is fear going to manifest now? So by having seen the black cocker spaniel Mm -hmm. triggered my mind, now I'm in a state of awareness and questioning. Mm -hmm. That gives me the opportunity to alter the outcome of that particular personal pattern of behavior. Wow. 
But it has probably taken, yeah, it took you a while to get to that point yes. of awareness. And it took <laughs> yes. a life-changing moment for you. And, yes. And for a lot of people where they are stuck in these patterns. And, and most of us are. Right. We really are. And the unfortunate thing is that people have not been taught about how the mind really works mm -hmm. and how to have eyes to see and ears to hear. Because somebody could say something to you. Uh, oh boy, that shirt you're wearing, I saw that on sale. Or, you know, I go, oh, I got the same thing at Goodwill. You know, how does that make you feel? Right. You know, normally you may respond with a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got mine at Goodwill too. But in reality, you paid full price at, you know, Macy's or Nordstrom's right. or somewhere. And so how did that make you feel? Well, that may have triggered a feeling of inadequacy mm -hmm. or, you know, less personal value. What is going to be the result of that feeling are you going to go home and beat up the kids or are you going to go home and beat up the dog boy and this era and this day and age with the bullying that's going on and with the guns in schools and i mean this conversation can become so much more than this where we're talking about so what you're talking about right now with the eyes that see and the ears yes. that we hear is so prominent and prevalent um, so i love this conversation Thank it's you. so what Thank you. needs to happen it is, it's essential people it need to wake up i mm -hmm. think that people are you know there's an old uh, another thing in the bible the led the blind being led by the blind mm -hmm. and this is what's going on and people aren't questioning enough they're not seeking within everyone is looking without for fulfillment and the without does not provide wow that is um the bible does tell Oh, that's is, a great was, book. People is. just don't understand it. No <laughs> one ever wants to hear about it, but it's a fabulous piece of work. It is. And, and from my point of view, mm -hmm. I think it's the kind of work that takes you from an atom level of consciousness, mm -hmm. name the beasts of the field so you have dominion over them, mm -hmm. to the Christ level of consciousness where you can walk on water. And water, by the way, is symbolic of material life. Mm. We're so distracted by material life that we can't evolve spiritually. No matter what we say, the truth of the matter is we're not evolving. How do we break the cycle? So, for instance, you broke your own cycle for with maybe being bit by the dog and you had that life-changing moment. For, for somebody else that maybe was abused or everybody has a story. Yes, we do. And but we're all so busy we all are revving up and with social media with everybody everybody's we're busy but we all are stuck somewhere how do we get through and, and make the jump? get unstuck Ungun yeah how do yeah, we get unstuck get unstuck well that's a that's a wonderful question and I think that the first um, uh, one method and technique would be to get on a blank sheet of paper on the left hand side of the column what you believe your role is as, in your case, since you're a woman, I would say, you know, if you're a mom, what your role is as a mother, as a daughter, maybe you have siblings, so mm -hmm. what's your role as a sister, maybe you are an aunt, a niece. So what are these different roles that you think you should be portraying in each one of these environments? Okay, on the right-hand side of the paper, why you think that you're supposed to be this way, and then question it from another point of view, and that is, what if you had no gender? Hmm. What would your role be? How would you react in each of those? And consider that your gender actually affects your belief system. 
And your belief system is what's built out of the concepts you maintain about who you think you're supposed to be. The teaching in the Bible is take the speck out of your own eye before you see the moat in your brother's. Mm -hmm. Okay, so stop judging everybody else and look in the mirror and see what you're going through. Try to understand who you are and why you respond to what you do. By learning to identify the stimulants, that begins to help you understand who you are and what things will trigger you. Mm. Another technique would be write down the things that bend you out of shape. What is it that really ticks you off? <laughs> okay, what stresses you out? Why? What is the belief behind that? What is the judgment behind that? Where does that come from? Is this something passed on genetically, hereditarily, you know, hereditary disease? No, these are, these are habits that are passed on by what mom and dad demonstrated. Mm. So if you can begin to look objectively as to what's going on, that will help you understand your own personal attitudes. Once you understand an attitude, it gives you an opportunity to begin to change it. And it's all about looking within. Wow, this is fascinating. Um, I have so many more questions for you. <laughs> Good. Oh, my gosh. Well, right now we do need to take a quick break, but uh, so much more in a moment. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show, and we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to our past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Michael's Naturopathic Programs President, Michael Schwartz. We're talking about your mind and breaking your thought patterns for better health. And the president, Michael, Michael Schwartz, this is so interesting. We could talk to you, you for Karen. a long time. <laughs> we have so many questions here. Um, but we just talked about identifying the columns you've talked about. And what's the next steps? Well, I think the next step begins with waking up. Okay. And, and that's actually, it's a pun, I guess, you know, really waking up. Right. And, and the first thing in the morning begin to start analyzing your dreams because your dreams are telling you the energy that is at work that day. It's not about tomorrow. It's not about yesterday. It's about what you're going through today because in reality, today is all that there is. 
Okay? okay. So one of the first things you do is you start writing down your dreams and tearing the dreams apart and looking at each of the elements in there from a symbolic point of view, from an energetic point of view. And again, like I did with the dog, you know, I give the universal interpretation of any given symbol. But what's really more important is your personal emotional association. So when you're looking at a symbol in your dream, you have to ask yourself, when was this a part of my life? So are there any specific dreams um, that would mean, for instance, I remember when I was a little girl and I had a recurring dream that my house was burning down Ah. and it was at a time when my parents were getting a divorce. Well, absolutely. You know, fire is uh, a destroyer. Mm -hmm. It's also anger. Mm -hmm. It's something that consumes. The house is security. Mm -hmm. And so what's happening is that this child is going through this feeling of a loss of security, is fearful, and fear always stimulates anger. And they're just burning up with the resentment and everything else. That's what fire is. That's what cancer is. Cancer is anger you know, angry or resentment or guilt or frustration because those are the four energies that eat you up alive. So the fact that it's recurring tells you that, you know, there's a pattern of behavior on one level. So now it may be when there's elements of disunity beginning to manifest in your life, somebody says something that triggers that memory of disunity, Mm -hmm. then you may have the burning house fire dream again Mm -hmm. even though or something comparable because the energy has changed on one level but it's truly the same at another level and that's how your mind works your mind draws on the past to help you deal with the present and the future the mind will draw on your past successes it will draw on your past strengths it will also draw on your fears That's why the language that your mind uses is symbology. And if you can begin to discover the language that your mind uses to talk to you, then you begin to have an insight and a handle on everything you're confronting. So you begin your day with dream interpretation. You tear the dream apart, then you reassemble it to see what it is that it's telling you. You've written a book about this, so that... Yes, a couple. Okay, so <laughs> this is a great... Where can we buy this book? Well, uh, the Dream Book and the Disease Symbology Handbook both can be had uh, actually from us at innerhealthbooks.com is mm-hmm. one. I do believe that they're both uh, available Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. as well as on the Nook, so you can get them electronically, which is less expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that maybe iTunes, uh, but right now I know Nook and, and Barnes and & Noble. And this is good because, again, dream interpretation is what you were just explaining. I mean, it'll help us get through to interpret what the dreams are um, all about. And, and some people will tell you that, oh, well, I don't remember my dreams. Well, that's easy enough. You just create a habit. Like every morning, you know, tell yourself before you go to bed, when I brush my teeth, I will remember my dream. When I have my cup of coffee, my cup of tea, I will remember my dream. And keep a notepad and a pencil handy so that you can. And your mind is always working for you. It is never working against you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Unfortunately, part of it working for you is to satisfy the ego, but not the spiritual <laughs> self. And it's really the spiritual self that we want to reach and have manifest in everything we do in our lives. 
Let's also talk about what can we do for our bodies. Ah, that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really, I, to me, always the mind stuff is the easier stuff because the, heart, the body thing, the diet is where everything begins. And everybody is conscious of the fact that they have comfort foods. Mm-hmm. What people don't realize is that everything on the plate has an emotional attachment. This is why it's so hard for people to change their diets. Mm -hmm. And the more ethnic and cultural the diet is, or traditional the diet may be, the harder it is to move away from it. Because what you're saying is, I'm moving away from my family traditions. I'm moving away from my ethnicity. I'm moving away from my culture. Where am I going to go? What's out there now? So there's this fear of letting go which is what constipation is. So there's fear of letting go. I had to just throw that out there. I don't know why. <laughs> truth. Um, and, and the reality is, you know, and look at constipation from a symbolic point of view. If you hold on to the past, if you hold on to fecal matter, you become intoxicated and it will poison you to death. Mm. Just as the concepts you live by are doing the same. Mm. So, you know, you need to change your diet. Okay, the diet of thought and the diet of food. Hmm. I, obviously, the most ideal diet is going to be, and, and this is practical and, and possible, 60% raw, and all of your raw food should be organically grown fruits and vegetables, grains also 100% um, intact as well as organically grown if you're going to do flesh foods then you want to make sure that it's wild critters even the uh, cows are grass-fed not grain-fed because the grains will be sprayed okay if you're going to go to fowl i always recommend turkey over chicken it has less fat because in the human body and and the human body is an animal body we are spiritual beings in a material world So our bodies are designed like all other animal bodies to deal with this environment. One of the ways that we protect ourselves, let me rephrase that, it is the body trying to protect you from yourself is it will take toxins and store them in the fat as a way of protecting. So you don't want to bring in the fat of other animals because their bodies are working on the same and they're given more toxins than you are. And what people don't realize from a toxic point of view is that they're eating at least nine pounds of chemical mm-hmm. additives a year. Wow, nine pounds. Now, with my lifestyle, I'd say I'm probably, because I travel as much as I do, I probably am consuming two pounds. So there's another seven pounds of my stuff that people are eating. Mm -hmm. So the reality is I think people are probably getting around 10 to 12 pounds of chemicals in their system a year. Your body has to deal with that. What it can't render harmless and have eliminated, it will store in the fat. So when it comes to animals, you want to do those animals that are lean, which is why turkey is better than chicken. When it comes to fish, go back to Leviticus, deep sea fish with scales. Mm-hmm. No farm-raised fish. They're more toxic. No, And I don't recommend freshwater fish because I don't even think the water is safe to drink in this country. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, about two years ago, maybe two and a half years ago, Associated Press or United Press did a survey of water quality in major cities. And what they found, they're all contaminated with drugs. Mm-hmm. Because people don't want, you know, they feel they're better, they're done with their prescription, down the commode. Well, all those chemicals are in the water. So I'm a distilled water advocate. Uh, I think that when it comes to dairy, less is best. 
I know they have these great, wonderful commercials. If you need calcium, drink milk. Truth of the matter is countries that consume dairy have the highest osteoporosis, the highest bone breakage, and the highest, uh, if I remember correctly, colon cancer. Mm. So my advice is always less is best. In fact, there are two universal teachings that I like to share in my lectures, and that is excess leads to rejection and everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. And as somebody once said, even moderation needs to be moderate. (laughs) So those are some of the things that you can do, and obviously high-potency supplements. I know that in the health food industry these days, there's a big push for food-bound, food-grown, food this, food that. The reality is, from a healing perspective, and that's the only place that I come from, for me, it's all about healing. I'm not a commercial company. I'm... um, I guess the term would be I I provide more therapeutic nutrients. And that means high-potency nutrients because it takes a lot to fix the body. Low-dose supplements are just that, low-dose. And because um, I have a guarantee Mm -hmm. in the sense that you will feel better and within a short period of time. And you can only accomplish that with adequate amounts of supplementation. And um, with the supplements... Are there any specific kind of supplements that you're <clears throat> talking about as far as feeling better and, and that you well, would recommend? Yeah, actually, you know, and, and one of them, it's like so many people, at least when I talk to health food store staff, mm-hmm. I'll say, how many times a day do you hear somebody come in who says, I sleep 8, 10, 12 hours a day. I get up. I'm as tired as when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. And what that condition is, is hypoglycemia. Mm. And with hypoglycemia, one of the side effects is besides the anger, because if you're, you know, if you live with a hypoglycemic, you know, you don't look at them or talk to them in the morning till they've had milk, juice, coffee, sugar, something Mm -hmm. to get them to be more hospitable (laughs) before they're more hostile. Mm -hmm. Um, And low blood sugar is actually uh, an issue of adrenal exhaustion. When I hear somebody is hypoglycemic, I know they're under a lot of stress. I know the adrenal glands are taxed. And so panathenic acid, vitamin C, and these are in a product that I do um, for the adrenal glands. Adrenal extra is the name of the product called energy factors. But by fixing, nourishing the adrenals, it is the adrenal glands that monitor the sugar in the bloodstream. Which people, you know, in the health food industry, a lot of people think it's chromium. You take chromium, you're going to fix the problem. No, you take chromium, you're liberating glycogen from muscle tissue and maybe from the liver, but you're not fixing the problem. The problem is you're stressed out, your adrenal glands are exhausted, they can't tell the pancreas when to stop insulin production or when to start insulin production. And when your sugar levels are really low, they can't talk to the liver to tell it to release glucose or glycogen back into the bloodstream. So by fixing the adrenal glands, you can end up eliminating depression Mm. as a side example. Plus also when there's under stress and the adrenals are faltering, that's when the blood pressure goes up, herpes, shingles, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, all of that begins to manifest. So wrapping things up, if we could do one thing for our mind and our bodies and our health, what would your recommendation Mm. be? Can I take that one thing and make it three? Sure. (laughs) You can do anything you want. First and foremost, begin to change the diet. Mm -hmm. 
what you eat, you know, we are what we think and we are what we eat. So mm-hmm. you actually want to change your diet and bring in healthier things. From a thought process, you really want to bring in and surround yourself with healthier thoughts. You need to question within, why is this taking place in my life? What is going on? Create a symbol dictionary. And get on a high potency products. Get some target if you're dealing with any particular issue anywhere in your body, because all diseases are a reflection of your personality. Learn about your disease so you'll have some insight to yourself. Get to understand the symbology of the disease, where it affects your body. That's another source of guidance. Take a look at the symptoms. That's another form of guidance. Questioning. That's the most important thing that you can do. Ask and you shall receive. Oh, I like that. Hmm. Wow. Well, this has been fascinating. Thank you so much for your time and some great advice. We really appreciate your knowledge and we look forward to having you on again. But in the meantime, we want you to get some more information on Michael and his website, michaelshealth.com. Learn more about his approach and perhaps pick up a few products, the books. We also look forward to our next visit. It's innerhealthbooks.com. Am I right? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. It's been an absolute pleasure, Kim. Thank you. The pleasure has been ours. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.